I'm Luka Doncic and this is Lockdown Mavericks Podcast. Okay, let's get this over with. Your future is full of struggle and anguish. Most of it self-inflicted. Welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, media member and coordinator for the Locked On Podcast Network. And joining me, as always, my co-host, contributor at Mavs.com. The NBA Eve, Eve, the one more thinking. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? Well, technically, it's like the NBA opening day for some people, right? This is coming out on like Tuesday. So it is the Eve. Mavs Eve. Eve. Yeah, Mavs Eve right all now. All right. Okay, the, the Mavs Eve Steve. That's what I should have called you. There you go. There you go. Um, so <laughs> a penalty was given to the Bucks today for the tampering thing. Whew. And I just want to know who in the Bucks organization pissed off Woj. Because <laughs> we hear all the time. Here's my thing. We hear all the time on Windhorse Pod or like some of these other bigger yep. pods of like, they hey, hear everything. Well, like we hear all the time about how these guys, they know, like they'll even allude to like, yeah, some deals are already agreed to. They're coming up. Yep. But for some reason, Woj just wanted to drop the Bogdanovich one and say, you know what? I heard this one. So uh, something, somebody pissed Woj off in the Bucks to where he's just like, I'm going to hold all my other ones in my pocket, but I'm going to drop this one so y'all can get in trouble. Notice the Giannis extension was broken by Shams and not not Woj. So. Ooh, interesting theory. Yeah, yeah, maybe Woj didn't get the DJ Wilson scoop, and so now he's like, I'm, I'm getting my revenge. That was his revenge for not getting some minor story. It All was, right. It's dumb. I feel bad for him uh, to an extent because a lot of people do this, but for some reason they were the target, so. A 2022 second round pick, not that bad, but they didn't get to use it. It's an asset they didn't get to use. So, Uh, all right, on today's show, we are going to break down some of the news. Tons of extensions just came out of, there's a bunch, a flurry of extensions that came out. So we're going to talk about that, how it affects the Mavericks, because there are guys that didn't get extensions, and those are the guys that really matter for the Mavericks. And then there's some news, uh, a player for the Mavericks didn't get extended. We'll talk about that. And then we're going to get into our season predictions and awards. We've been doing these usually as board bets. So if you guys remember our board bets, we're kind of transitioning that into the stock market thing that we've been doing. And then we'll do our actual predictions and awards today for all the the regular awards that you know of. And then we'll do our standings. We'll do one through eight in the East and West. And then we'll do basically our who we think is going to win the title. So we'll do that today. But before we do, Isaac Harris, this episode is brought to you by 1010. 1010 is an exclusive collection of 10 one-of-a-kind engagement rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today. Using only diamonds responsibly and sustainably sourced from Botswana, 10 design masters have each produced a uniquely beautiful diamond ring, launching exclusively on January 18th at BlueNile.com. This exciting limited edition collection of diamond engagement rings launches on January 18th, and you can preview it exclusively at BlueNile.com. All right, let's get into the news of the day. The Mavericks play tomorrow. Let's go. What day is it? Guess what day it is. (laughs) Tomorrow. Tomorrow, anyway. Mavericks play tomorrow. Phoenix Suns, very excited about that. Uh, Josh Richardson did not get an extension. This is coming from the Mark Stein. 
Quote, Dallas's newly acquired Josh Richardson will become an unrestricted free agent next summer, league sources say. The sides are not pursuing a contract extension before today's 6 p.m. deadline, which was Monday. And But the Mavericks obviously have high hopes for Richardson alongside Luka Doncic. Isaac Harris, is this news or not? It's not It's not news. And if you're Josh Richardson, you, do, you don't want that extension anyway because you about to bank some money. Uh, <laughs> he's going to get bank next summer, especially as he's looking across the way and saying, Ooh. Luke Kennard got what? <laughs> <laughs> Josh, if Luke Kennard's going to get Luke, that, Luke Kennard. then Josh Richardson's gonna, about to be walking out about $20 million a year. So, uh, what my God, Luke Kennard, Markel Fultz. What I was just texting you. I was out walking, just getting these <laughs> notifications on my phone. I'm like, what? What is happening right now? What, just, what was happening? I don't know, but uh, but yeah, Josh Richardson going to make some uh, make some bank next summer, and hopefully, it's you know. Here's the thing: if he's going to make bank, like we all assume, then that means he had a career year, which I think in turn means the Mavericks are a really good team, uh, because. If the Mavericks suck, then I don't think Josh Richardson has a, a career year. So I think it will be a great thing for Mavs fans, but it will be something. And here's the thing. He is one of the guys who can agree to an extension before the end of the year, too, what I understand. So uh, I don't think it's the door's fully shut on that either. Yeah, there, there's so many different options for Josh Richardson, right? There's the option of he extends with the Mavericks sometime after the this season and they just decide all right this guy is if he if he looks like he could be the third piece right we're saying all right what's the difference between Josh Richardson and Victor Oladipo if the answer is nothing right then all of a sudden you can just extend Josh Richardson or keep him re-sign him however they function it and just keep him as the guy they have the cap space to do it and they you know he'd already have a full year and hopefully we think a career year under his belt with the Mavericks so that they're in the driver's seat as far as that conversation is concerned. But for Josh Richardson, you don't want this extension because, like Isaac said, you want to get that Luke Kennard money. You want to get yeah. that Markel Fultz money. You want to get – he's definitely going to get more – you know, paid more than those guys. OG Ananobi, what did he get? Like, he he's probably going to get more than him probably. Yeah, maybe, well, I mean, depends. Josh Richardson makes $11 million this year. Luke Kennard and Markel Fultz are walking away with their extension, you know, making around 16 17 a year. So – he should make more money than those guys. So, I mean, I was like halfway joking saying 20, but you know, if he has a monster year this year, you know, he's probably going to be saying, all right, I want like 17 and 19 a year. If that, you know, so, uh, yeah, it, those extensions definitely impact, uh, <laughs> some other free agent markets. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. So guys that didn't get extensions today, these are the, the ones that I think really matter for the Mavericks, John Collins, Laurie Markkinen, Jared Allen, Lonzo Ball, Zach Collins. Those are some big names that didn't get extensions done from that draft class. They're all going to become restricted free agents this summer. So the Mavericks can go take a run at any of those guys. Do any of them stand out to you? Well, the the their home teams for those guys, they're going to be putting some weird spots next summer because, uh, you know, there's going to be a lot of teams that we, like we know, are going to have cap space. And we've seen the unrestricted names kind of go off the board a little bit. Uh, we had to see what happens with Kawhi. Kawhi had some interesting comments uh, yesterday also. <laughs> <laughs> he he committed to nothing. He, he yes. was like, I am not staying. I'm not going. I'm not leaving. I'm not coming. I'm not I'm not going to play for the Clippers. I am going to play for the Clippers. It's nothing. He was committed to nothing. Um, yeah. 
Who do I think? So anyway, I think some of those guys uh, could get some massive offers. I'm not saying it's Dallas or whatever, but I think some of those guys could get some uh, big time deals handed to them at you know the first hour of free agency. That's going to put some their home teams in some weird uh, spots. John Collins, and I think a lot of it will have to do. Will any of these guys? Here's my thing. Will any of these guys have a Brandon Ingram like season? Yeah. Season. To where you're walking in the next summer and they're like, dang, we're they're gonna have a massive payday. Will it be John Collins in Atlanta? Will it be La- Y'all know I like Lonzo Ball. So uh Lonzo Not I think even being facetious, by the way. I think sometimes you're facetious about players like that. You actually do like Lonzo Ball. I actually do like him, yeah. Um, you know, I remember sitting in that press conference and when Rick Carlos said that, hey, Lonzo is number one on our draft board going into that draft. Um I know the Mavericks like Zach Collins back uh, in that draft too. Yep. Uh, his injury stuff is the only thing I think is hindering him. I think he's a good player. So Jared Allen, I don't know about the fit in Dallas uh, with that one. Uh, what was the other one? Mar- Markinen, you know, he had a weird year last year. Shooting numbers went down some too. I mean, every team would love to have a shooter. Can Markinen be Davis Bertans? You know, I think that was, you know, can I think he's he- better than that, but yeah, maybe but like, not, as, not as good of a shooter, but yeah, he could, he could, I mean, Davis Bertans, what do you get? 18 million, 16 million a year? Yeah. So, I mean, that's the thing. It's like, I, I mean, John Collins, Collins, I think a lot of Mavs fans are going to be, you know, talking about over the next. I got a text from somebody tonight about it. But they it should like, not. Uh, I don't know where I stand on him. I don't. I don't want to say I'm all out. I don't want to say I'm all in. I just I think I, only if you think Porzingis is just done, right? Because I don't no, know I if think, you can play them together that, that well. There, I think there's a world they can they could fit together for sure. I just don't. Yeah, I I need to see a little bit more of him. The the whole thing of like a rebuilding Hawks team that's wanting to get better that would just like let him go. I'm like, all right, why would they let him go? <laughs> that you know that's a <laughs> right right. That's the thing that worries me too. But anyway, yeah, yeah. So that's some of the the extension talk. The guys that didn't get extended. Some of the teams that made some big extensions. The the Jazz are now just locked in with Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert. I mean, that's their team basically. They don't have a ton of wiggle room outside of those two guys. You're basically paying those guys what seventy million combined between the two yeah. of them over the next four or five years. That that's pretty wild. But that's their team, and they may have just capped their ceiling with that, unless they make a trade with Gobert. Their playoff ceiling. I think they'll be a good regular season team. I, if you're talking about top eight, like a team with like a top eight in the rotation, they're one of my favorite top eight teams in yeah, the league. They're good, yeah, they're a good team right now. With guys like you know bringing De- Derek Favors back, who plays really well for them. Uh, you know, a guy having a, three guys off the bench like Favors, Ingles, and Jordan Clarkson. I think that's a really good three man group off the bench together. Not including their starting five, who who's getting you know Bogdanovich back too. So. Yeah, I think they have a solid top eight. Snyder's a great coach, too. It's just everything for them comes down to the playoffs and, you know, your supermax guy. Can he be on the floor? <laughs> <laughs> that would be a problem. <laughs> super, might be a problem. If your supermax guy can't be on the floor, that might be a problem for you. So, uh, also, the Clippers and the Lakers. Lakers, ex, you know, they extended, obviously, LeBron and AD for a couple more years, and then they also extended Kuzma. And that deal kind of had people scratching heads, but then all of a sudden, a couple uh, days anymore. later, you're, look, you're looking at that deal saying, that was a pretty good deal for the Lakers for Kuzma. I, that Kuzma thing was, I mean, everything about that for me is like, all right, they just need money to match salary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because I personally don't think he's worth what twelve million a year, whatever it is. Uh, thirteen, I think. But. Thirteen. I don't think he's worth thirteen million a year. But you know, when you're trying to match salaries with a team, you know, next summer or whatever it is, you're going to need that thirteen million. 
So, yeah, I think he's become a, a really good rotational player, and I think that he's done pretty much everything they've asked except for a shoot efficiently, which, hey, something. Is Horton Tucker better than him? Oh, right now he's better than LeBron. <laughs> uh, Clippers also, they extended, you know, obviously <sighs> Paul George. They also extended Marcus Morris and, and Luke Kennard, which both of those combined don't really make a ton of sense to me. But if Kawhi leaves, this team is in a weird spot because Lou Williams is an unrestricted free agent. And then they have, Paul, you know, uh, Patrick Beverly would be a expiring contract. And then Kawhi would be gone. And they just have Paul George, Morris, Kennard, Kawhi saw that Kennard contract and was like, yeah, I'm not committing. Serge Ibaka player option next year, by the way, too. So it's not like he's gonna he's locked in either. So all of a sudden their team could be just three guys. Very interesting situation for the Clippers. Yeah, wild. So, all right, coming up, let's get into our predictions and awards. We're going to talk about that. We're going to break out our MVP picks, our coach of the year, most improved, all that. Standings as well. We'll go through the league talk about that so let's get into that but before we do isaac are we ready for some football sometimes yeah of course sometimes if you're a cowboys fan maybe you're not so ready for football every time oh you're talking about american football i was talking about like actual football okay okay yeah ted lasso football uh college football heads into bowl season and there's some big matchups this weekend you can absolutely get into it on bet online nfl also going into the playoffs all kinds of lines on betonline.ag we are more interested though i think in the nba futures so yeah. you're looking at let's let's go ahead and check out that mvp right now luca plus 300 that's changed in the last couple days it was plus 280 a while ago so now you're getting uh now, now it's kind of higher on that one Giannis, curry davis lebron those are the next guys in line Durant and, and LeBron now have the same odds, which is interesting because LeBron did have the same odds as Anthony Davis. Harden, Lillard, Kawhi Tatum, Jokic all the way down at plus 2,800. Plus 2,800 for Jokic for MVP. Whew, I might take that one. I might that's take that spicy. one because that's way better odds than Luka, and I think they have the exact same chance, in my mind at least, to win MVP. So What's Lillard's odds on bet online? Lillard's odds right now are they're higher, so they're plus 1,600. Okay, okay. Man, that so, Jokic pick is nice. That Jokic one is, is very interesting for MVP. So go, don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use the promo code Locked On for fifty percent welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook extras. All right, Isaac Harris. Let's get into some of our predictions. Let's start with the standings because I think this is going to take us some more time here. So. Our standings. We we've been doing this for the last three or four years. I think we have back to 2018. So we've 2018, 19, 2020, and then 2021. So this is the fourth annual. Let's go predictions. With we used to do board bets. Now we're doing, you know, the the stock market, which I think is basically the same thing. Um, so now let's go to our standings predictions. Let's start with the Eastern Conference. My number one team. Milwaukee Bucks, regular season, Milwaukee Bucks. They yeah. are going to be just the same kind of steamroller they were last year. Drew Holiday is going to add an element to that, which he's going to be able to carry some offense that Eric Bledsoe didn't. Their bench is not as good as it was, but Giannis, Middleton, Holiday, Lopez, Dante DiVincenzo, book it. I mean, that, that's, that yeah. team is going to win a ton of games. Yeah, and they don't really have any big injury uh, issues to worry about, and their team is young enough to where you're not really worrying a ton about you know, resting and all that too. So yeah, they're number one. I think they have the best record in the league too. Yeah. I think we're, we're both there. Number two for me is the nets easily. And I thought about putting the nets number one, but I think they have, they have a lot more injury concerns than the bucks, but I put nets number two. That's that one's pretty easy for me. 
Yeah, I, I had Nets too. I think the yeah, we'll get into this later, but you know I'm all about the Nets. Even before like a hardened trade or you know consolidating trade, I think they actually have a pretty deep team like yes. where it stands right now. Uh, so now if they make a trade or something like that, but no, yeah, and I thought Durant and preseason looked great. Yeah, it's one of the reasons why they can make a hardened trade is because they they're pretty deep. They have some they have some guys, which is better for you in the regular season than it is in the playoffs. Number three for me is the Heat. I think they're also pretty deep. I'm really interested to see what they do with starting lineup as far as Dragic, Hero. You know, who do they start there? What do they decide to do with that spot? But Heat for for me number three in the East. Um, I had the Heat a little bit further down. I have the Heat at five. Uh, for Ooh, me, the hate. Um, but I, but I think these but I think these four teams are interchangeable for me. Like I I think it was clearly Milwaukee for me. It was clearly Brooklyn, and then I have these four teams that are kind of interchangeable a little bit. Uh, I think they'll miss. I think the I know this is, might sound dumb. I think there is a drop off between Crowder and Harkless, and I think they'll it's, miss miss him a little like bit. It's not like five wins. It, yeah, no, but yeah, I think Bam and Hero will improve. I think people. I think majority of people are higher on Hero than I am. I don't know if he's like superstar in the league. Um, I mean, if you've ever listened to Locked On Heat, which it is now my job to do at certain times, um, they think he's the next Devin Booker. Like the way they talk about him, it's it it's it blows my mind too. And yeah. I, I think he's good, but I don't know if he's that good, right? Like I don't know if he's no, I don't have him that high. Future All Star in the in the league, but he's a good scorer. But they they could finish three, and it wouldn't surprise me. Any of these four teams for me, I have them right there, but. Yeah. So Bucks, Nets. You had Heat five. Who'd you have at three? I had Philly. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, and that, this is where it's kind of. Yeah, I have Philly there, and it could be because I think they get hardened. Maybe not. Oh uh, yeah, it changes but he, everything. But even so, I still like what they did with the surrounding pieces. I I think this is the best uh, fitting pieces around you know Simmons and Embiid that they've had. Uh, in Seth and Danny Green, they're not like crazy amazing All Star type players, but they they have really good three point shooters around these guys now. And I think I'm trusting that Doc and Maury will figure out something. If they don't do the Harden trade, they'll figure out a way with the shooters to make Simmons and Embiid work in the regular if you, season. If you'll give me a minute, I'm know. loving the whole Danny Green re- revitalization thing, where all of a sudden he was trash with the Lakers. I never and said now, he was trash, and now he even. goes to the Sixers, and, and everyone's like, "Oh yeah, that's a <laughs> solid piece, three and D. He's just this great shooter that's gonna fit around Ben Simmons." You did and the Joel same thing Embiid. with Montrez Harold. Don't even you trash what that man s- for so for all year last year. Now he's a Laker, and you're like, "Yeah." The o- the That's only way deal. I talked about Montres Harrell is because I said his jumper was trash. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only I have not praised that pick yet. I, I I thought that that was a that's a good value pick, but that's true. Yeah, I I thought that was a it was a good value signing, but I have not talked about his his fit necessarily. He's going to eat up a bunch of minutes and points during the regular season, which yeah. I think is great for the the Lakers. But I don't think that adds anything to their postseason. That's what, and that's my thing with Philly. I think they'll be a good regular season team. I still playoffs is a whole different category with in half court slower game Ben Simmons and all of that. Yeah, I'm not I'm not sold on Philly. I have them I have them lower, but I think my ne- so if we're doing tiers, right? I think the Bucks are on a tier on their own regular season. I have the Nets and Heat in their own tier, and then I have this next three that are kind of in their own tier: Raptors, Celtics, Sixers in that order. As, as far as right now, regular season, the Raptors are just way more organized team than the Sixers. We'll see what the Sixers do. Sixers got have a new coach too, Doc Rivers. They have to try and figure yeah. all that out too. So new players, new coach. I'm not I'm not sure 
shorten shorten off season, shorten training camp. I'm not sure that that team's really gonna come in and just dominate right off the start. I'm I'm bullish on some of these teams that have a bunch of new pieces. So that's my order. So you have, who do you have after Philly? Yeah, I have Philly. I have Toronto. I think they'll win game more games than what people will give them credit for this year. I've seen some people already putting them in like the you know Toronto or Atlanta, you know yeah. all that. I'm like, no, don't even. No. Um, Philly, Toronto, Miami, Boston. Boston's yeah. really hard. It's all about Kimba's knees and all of that. But yeah, they're, that team is all all of a sudden really shallow. I mean, yeah. Hay- Hayward left for nothing basically, or Tristan Thompson, shallow, I guess shallow. they left for. They left, and then and then with Ke- without Kemba, you're like, oh man, Jeff Teague's playing a bunch. Nismith's they lost Wanamaker too. Huge huge loss for them. Yeah, anytime you're talking about Brad Wanamaker as a huge loss for them, that's that was not a good thing to begin with. <laughs> Seven is the Pacers. I I can't imagine having anybody else. I have the Wizards. Oh, I thought I was higher on the Wizards than most people. Interesting. I have Wizards 8. I have Wizards 7. I have Pacers 8. My main thing with the Pacers is just the coaching change. Uh, yeah, and the chemistry. A bunch, bunch of dudes wanted out, it seemed like. Oladipo yeah. wanted out. And even if, Turner, Miles Turner, if, even if Turner didn't want out, I mean, it's very clear that he was going to be shipped off if Boston wanted it. But, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, yeah. And, I mean, I don't have the Hawks making it, so bummer. Well, they'll, they'll be in the play-in, and we'll see what happens. A Wizards, a Wizards Hawks play-in? That's interesting to me. I'm just gonna. I'm just saying, somebody has to make the 10th seed for the play-in, and we're probably looking at the Hornets or Bulls for that. So, <laughs> shout out to the play-in, yay! Shout out to for Walker Mel and Jordan Malley and Matt Peck and Nada Edwards. They got a. Uh, they all got really excited to hear that. All right, coming up, let's get into our awards picks. We'll pick the MVP. We'll pick Defensive Player of the Year, Six Man Rookie of the Year, all that. We'll talk about that. Coming up, but before we do, Isaac Harris. Oh, baby, you know we love built bars. Isaac has gotten his built bar. What's your built bar routine? Do you have a, like an every day that you do? I, I've got that advent calendar thing, and so every day I open it, get a new built bite, had a cookies and cream once a day. They're delicious. The advent calendar is uh, intriguing because some of the packaging is like a mystery flavor. It's like the oh white, yeah, yeah, the uh, blue one that doesn't have writing yeah. on it. You're like I don't yeah. know what this is, but but, but no, I try to eat them uh, if I'm if I'm going to like work in the morning or I'm leaving the house. It's a great breakfast on the road. So that's when I if I can't yeah. fix breakfast at home. If not, it's a snack during the middle of the day. Built Bar is a protein bar. It tastes like a candy bar. They're great. They're one of the snacks that just is not going to make you feel guilty about you know eating a candy bar basically and they taste like it you can lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat they're low calorie low sugar high protein high fiber great for a keto diet and best of all you can get a discount with the promo code locked on go to builtbar.com again use that promo code locked on and get 20 percent off your next order use the promo code locked on go get yourself a box you deserve it you can mix and match you can get the cookies and cream which is a good one mint brownies another one of our favorites i like the raspberry the orange good stuff get them at builtbar.com all right, Western Conference. We're moving on. Lakers number one, Clippers number two for me. I don't, I don't see that changing. I don't, th- I don't have the Clippers locked in at two. Okay, all right, interesting. No, I think I, Lakers I'm, are in a I'm tier still, by themselves, and I hate this, but <laughs> I'm, I'm still betting on Lakers number or Clippers number two. I still that uh, for some reason there's something about me that just can't quit that. I have talent. the Clippers at five. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying, <laughs> sorry. The hate flows through you. I just think they got crap to work out. I don't think they did enough to work out the chemistry stuff. They still have Lou and Beverly. They don't have a point guard to run their crap like they wanted to. They yeah. just overpaid they, for Paul George and they, Luke Kennard. Like Luke okay. Kennard, why are we treating know, Luke Kennard like he's? I, I just Kyle don't Kuzma. 
<laughs> I do love the Ibaka signing. I love that. I think he will be you great did. for them. But I okay, think Kawhi the, will rest some too. All right, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go back on all these, all this Clipper hate because we were some of the biggest when they first got out. We we had a whole podcast just laughing at them. But the Clippers were the number two offense in the NBA, and the Mavericks were number one, and they were a historic offense. So Clippers had a historic offense as well. They were not number one in NBA history, but they were pretty close. They were a really good offense, even without that point guard that everyone talks about. So regular season wise, you forget also last year there was that stat that their their top like four players played like two games together right yeah. now one of their top four players is gone in Montrezl Harrell but they still didn't have a ton of games where it was Kawhi and Paul George and Patrick Beverly and Lou Williams you know and Marcus Morris like Marcus Morris remember he got added halfway through the season he got he was 60 this million team, dollar man this team was not all together and so I think I think having that, hopefully they stay healthy, and their offense is going to be fine during the regular season. It's the playoffs where it matters. It's the playoffs where maybe that point guard is, is going to matter a little gonna be more fine, to me. Though? They were number two in the NBA last year but, in offense, Montre- and what changed? They lost Montre- a 20-point-per-game score, the sixth man of the year. Like the, One of the things that made their offense deadly was this two-man game of Lou and Montrez off the bench. You lose a 20-point-per-game score, we think Ibaka is a better fit, at least I do, but Ibaka's not scoring 20 points a game. Like, I think he's a, he's going to be one of their starting bigs. So I think they're banking a lot. On, I mean, Lou Williams is another year older. So they're going to have to have a little bit more offense. Like, they're going to bank on getting, what, 15 to 18 points a game from Luke Kennard? And I mean, sure. it, it, like, you also add Marcus Morris to that, too. He was a late, he was a late addition, too. So can Marcus true. Morris and Luke Kennard fill in? You know, can they add 12 Luke Kennard, points a Lou game? Luke Kennard, Lou Williams, each? backcourt. Let's go. Off the bench. <laughs> I'm I would be concerned about that. But regular season wise, that, that's gonna eat up some minutes and clock and anyway, that's that's right. my Clippers thing. But so I have Clippers two and I want Mavericks three. I, I don't Let's think go. I think that they're in this is there's a next tier for me after that. Lakers, Clippers, and then Mavericks, Nuggets, Blazers, Jazz. That's the next tier for me. Those four could finish in any order, and I wouldn't be surprised, I don't think. Yeah, for my tiers, Lakers number one. Uh they're in a tier by themselves. Oh, it sucks. And then I have I have the second tier as a group of five teams, <laughs> and I know it's a big <laughs> and big tier, but uh, I just order? the the order that I landed on was Nuggets, Blazers, Mavericks, Clippers, Jazz. Okay, we both put the Jazz last, well, which so- it makes me mad because like if the Jazz finish two. I would not be like shocked. I know, me either. Yeah. So it's like any of these teams, like there's a case to be made for all five of those teams to be second in the West from Dallas and the health for Porzingis and Luka MVP. Uh, I mean, we could go through all of them, but any of those teams could finish six and I wouldn't be shocked either. It's just, especially for Dallas, do not be in that playing tournament. It's all I want. <laughs> <laughs> and none of these teams are so far. And I think yeah. these, these are the for sure top teams, right? We both have the same top six, different order. Yeah. But these are the top teams, especially since the Warriors lost Clay, and yeah. I mean they're really struggling. My, my next two are Suns and then Warriors. I think yeah, that's, that's exactly the, what I have too. That's yeah. the next tier, and it really stinks for the Warriors. I really wanted to put them higher. I want them to be in that next tier with the Mavericks, but without Clay, like you just look at the rest of that team, and if you've watched any of them during preseason, these some of these Steph dudes looks are good though. Steph looks amazing. Draymond, I'm sure, will come back and be good. James Wiseman may add a, a threat to them, a vertical threat they haven't had since you know the great JaVale McGee. But I think they're a little overmatched with the Kelly Oubre, Wiggins. Like I, if, I don't know if, how much that's adding to winning basketball too much. If Memphis didn't have the Jaron Jackson Jr. injury stuff, I don't know how long he's going to be out. 
I would put them like be five. Like I feel like some people are too low on them, and they are adding Justice Winslow to that team too. How do you feel about him? But and I think the Pelicans can be a little bit better than what people are giving them credit to. Yeah, if Zion's gonna not have any minutes restrictions, which it seems like he's not going to, that team could easily be up there. I think and beat the Warriors out for the eight seed. I think. Possibly, I still like the Warriors a lot, and I think the Warriors have a move. They they want to win. Like they want they don't want to waste a well, year of Steph what and are they Draymond. Paying? 80 million this year for Kelly Oubre with the tax implications and everything. Yeah, but they, I mean, they're right there. If a big name hits the market, they have guys like Wiseman, they have expirings like Oubre, they have the draft, you know, Wiseman, the Minnesota pick. They could put a piece, you know, package together for a star. All right, let's pick our Eastern and Western Conference teams. We don't do the we don't do all the playoffs cuz it just doesn't matter, but who do we think is going to make the Eastern and Western Conference finals? I I Western Eastern Conference Nets Bucks to me. I I would be really surprised. Maybe the Heat sneak in there, but if neither, if if one of those teams doesn't make the Eastern Conference Finals, it's a complete travesty for either of those teams. Yeah, I mean, I still have the same worries about the Bucks, though. I mean, until Giannis can take a, a mid range, then that's always going to be my thing. And it's not if they like they run into I'm, the Heat again. Yeah, I love Drew Holiday, but, but he's not a Damian Lillard. He's not something like that. That you, he's not a Luca. That you say go go get the bucket. Who else can defend them like that, though? The Heat, Raptors, Celtics. like All those teams are good defensive teams. I don't think they're going to defend them the same way the Heat did. Sixers? Uh, eh. No, but I don't... Like, Brooklyn can't defend him like that, but I don't know if, like, you would have to, like... I don't even know if it would matter that much when you could score like Brooklyn can. Yeah, That'd yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, That's why I have the Nets there, but... Give me Brooklyn-Dallas finals. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> Why? I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> Brooklyn, Dallas as the finals. Sure. Where Brooklyn at? Who do you have in the the East finals? Brooklyn and Milwaukee. Okay. But you're not picking. You're not picking. All right. Who do you have in the West finals then? Um, Mavericks, Lakers. You think the Mavericks are going to go in and beat the Lakers? That would be one of the highlights of my career if the Mavericks beat the Lakers in the West Finals. No, it'd that be the would... highlights of one of my like my lifetime to be able to get on this pod and scream at you. <laughs> <laughs> to all the I can just I can imagine my mentions. As soon I would as love would it. Happen. Oh my gosh! So there you go. That and you're thinking the Mavericks are going to beat the Lakers. <laughs> I'm banking on them being fully healthy in the finals. So I have uh, I have Nets Lakers, which is an 18 year rematch from the 2001 2002 finals. Hmm. One of those 2000 yeah 2002 because 2000 was Pacers, 2001 was that uh, Sixers team with Iverson, and then yeah. I think this could be the year though, like a random team wins it. Like, oh, I'm I, down I, for that. It could have been Miami last year if a couple things went a different way, but yeah, yeah. this team. Like could I could see, Mavericks. I could see a Denver. I could see a, you know, a like a a Dallas. I mean, a, you might a Denver, as well pick Dallas, um, Philly. You know, something like that hitting, and it's like, oh, cool. But there you go. Interesting. There you go. All right, Isaac Harris. Let's get into our awards picks. Let's start with let's start with the boring ones, <laughs> and then we'll make our way to MVP. Let's <laughs> and we'll make our way to MVP. Coach of the year. I'm going Frank Vogel. I think it's kind of a retroactive pick. They'll, I think the Lakers are going to have a really, really good regular season. They'll win, you know, not 72 games equivalent, but something close to that. 
and I think that they'll just give it to him because that's best team, best you know that kind of thing. Yeah, I guess if we're doing accuracy, Vogel would be my pick. I knew you'd probably pick him too, so I'll go with Steve Nash. Okay, yeah, I could see I you could see that one easily happening. Although the memes and the jokes would be hilarious if Steve Nash wins. Remember when Kyrie was like. Yeah. I'm gonna coach, and Durant's gonna coach, and one night, you know, Jacques Vaughn's gonna coach, and one night, Steve Nash is gonna coach. Like, this is a this is a, a shared coach of the year award. Yes. <laughs> Most improved player. I went with Michael Porter Jr. I think there's there's mm. so I, my thoughts on this, and let me pull up the bet online uh, odds because there was some interesting odds for some of these guys. I think that. Like Jamal Murray is an interesting pick, but there's just too much buzz about him in the bubble, right? He's he's pretty high on bet online's, you know, rankings here, but I think that there's just too much buzz about him in the bubble, and I think that they won't want to give it to him because of that, right? Yeah, I could see him winning it. Um for sure if he if he like took that like I don't even know what he averaged last year. It was like eighteen as, points a game. Okay, so where like if he upped that and he he upped it to like a 26 a game or something say, yeah, like that. Be, yeah. And Denver's like second in the league. I could see him being right there for that award because it's it's typically a guy like that that goes from yep. you know like a to the star Ingram. level. Yeah, Ingram, it should have been Luka. <laughs> uh <laughs> but that just kind of moves him cuz when you look at the past winners like Giannis won this award, Jokic won this award, Siakam won this award. Uh, and I think all of those guys are a step above Ingram, including Siakam, I guess. But so here's the top five for um, Bet Online: SGA plus eight hundred, DeAndre Ayton plus nine hundred, MPJ plus a thousand, Christian Wood plus a thousand, Jamal Murray plus fourteen hundred, and then Kobe mm. White, Zion Williamson. Zion Williamson's not winning. No, most improved player. There's no chance. <laughs> on that one. I didn't even look Jared at these Jackson, odds. Hero. No, I, yeah, I didn't even look at these odds beforehand, and I thought I was going to have a sneaky pick, but he's not sneaky. Uh, SGA. De- no, DeAndre Ayton. Oh, uh, yeah, he's number two here. Yeah, I think Ayton's really good, and I think he's going to have a big year for Phoenix. Uh, I know we've said this before, but you know a lot of people talk about Booker, and I think Booker will be an all-star. I agree with you, but I think Ayton's going to have a monster year, especially playing with Chris Paul. But I also want to throw the, uh, the OG Ananobi card out there, too. And uh, my hot take I I said the other day about him in Toronto and at the end of the year being better than Siakam and all of that. So I think it's uh, OG DeAndre Ayton. Plus 4,000 for OG Ananobi. Put some Mm. money down on that. Do it. Go put down like 10 bucks. (laughs) That and uh, Jokic MVP odds. Do that. Yes. Yeah. Those are, yeah, there's a ton of dudes at like plus 4,000, plus 5,000. You can go Bull Bulls on here. Bull Bull and Ben Simmons and Andrew Wiggins all have the same odds for most improved player. Wiggins is intriguing, man. What a world we live in. The Ben Simmons. <laughs> Bull Bull. The Wiggins <laughs> one is wild. Ben Simmons, the only one that Ben Simmons could win is if he develops a three-point shot and shoots like 35% at like three per game. That's he'd the only that, way I think he'd, he'd have the win. narrative too. That would, I mean, but if he does that, it's he's almost guaranteed to win it, right? Yeah, that's true. Because that'd be such a narrative for him. So, yeah, that's most improved player. You have DeAndre Ayton. I have Michael Porter Jr. I think that Porter Jr., with Jeremy Grant gone, I think there's going to be a big there's gonna be a big role for him. I'm just not a, as a believer in him as some people. Yeah, he's. I think he's just going to score a bunch of points for him. He's going to have to. So Yeah, I mean, he, he doesn't like shots, but he likes shots in the NBA game. 
Rookie of the year. You go first. What do you, what do you have? James Wiseman. I th- okay, I think, okay, you're a believer. Yeah, I am. Well, believer in the sense that I think he's going to get a big shot in Golden State. And I think he's going to play a lot. I think it's going to be a team fighting for a playoff spot. Uh, I think they're going to be, you know, people are going to be watching them a handful. I mean, a lot with, uh, with Steph and stuff. And I think he's... I think he's going to be like Clint Capella for Houston. I think he's going to, you know, pull down rebounds, uh, you know, back in the day, Clint Capella. And I think he'll clean up misses and Steph and them will create opportunities for him. So I'm not saying he's like Anthony Davis or anything like that. I mean, that's Christian Wood, but I think Wiseman <laughs> will, uh, will, yeah, I think he'll put up good numbers on a really good team. Is Christian Wood older than Anthony Davis? <laughs> Hasn't Christian Wood been around forever? He was on the Mavericks on the training camp at one point, right? I do remember that, yeah. Um, all right, my pick. I'm, this is my one I'm picking a dark horse for. Tyrese Halliburton. Ooh. That's my pick. Sacramento Kings. I think he's like going to get him. a lot of run. They're talking about him glowingly. He's going to have that whole narrative about leadership and what he brings every day on the court. And we've already seen him get like two steal, two block games. And just the defensive end is going to be big for him. And he's going to be that guy that you know, the basketball nerds like to say, Oh, have you been watching Tyrese Halliburton? You know, have you been watching yeah. that guy? He's the guy that I'm, I'm really into. Cause if you look at some of these guys, you know, bet online has LaMelo ball plus 300. That's the, that's the number one. I don't think oh, he scores enough. I don't think he scores enough that the shooting's going to be really bad. And then the Gordon Hayward, like Devonte Graham, Terry Rogier, that's a lot of ball handling that's ahead of him in the, in the, the order. Maybe, he, maybe he rises up that in the rotation, but Obi Toppin number two, plus 500. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that one you could see if he's like a if he's like a fifteen and eight guy, right? I guess so, but like it are they gonna play him that much over Randall? I don't know. Yeah, that know. that's the thing that, because they can't really play those two guys together. That's just that's Yeah. Yeah. They they've committed to these they've committed to Mitchell and Nerlens Noel. Those are the only types of centers they're gonna play. James Wiseman is plus six fifty. So that's number three guy. Killing Hayes plus seven hundred, that's a really good pick. I think he could he could really pull out because the backcourt yeah. is him and Delon Wright, so they're just going to suck. So He's going to get the shots. Anthony Edwards plus 750. He's looked terrible except for that one game against the Mavericks in the preseason. Denny Obvious is kind of sneaky because Rui Hachimura is out for three weeks now. Oh, I didn't know season. that about Rui. And if, yeah, with a, with an eye thing. He has this crazy eye thing that he's going to be out for three weeks. I like so. Rui a lot. Um, yeah, but he's he's out. So Denny Obvia could come in and pull it away. Isaac Okoru, we've talked about him before in this pod. I, I bought stock in Isaac Okoru. Yeah, you did. We actually, we bought stock in LaMelo Ball too, so. Yeah. I love LaMelo. I just don't think he'll score enough for this award. So Okoru's plus 1,600, same as Denny Advia. Denny Advia. I'd put, yeah, I'd, I'd think about putting money on Denny. Uh, he is playing with Bradley Beal and Russell Westbrook though. Yeah. <laughs> that one's tough. Then uh, Okoru's plus 1,600. Cole Anthony plus 1,800. I was going to throw him out there, man. That's, That's a, a steal. steal. That's a steal, Cole Anthony. I like him. <laughs> they got rid of DJ Augustine, so DJ Augustine can't come and kill the Mavericks anymore. It has to be somebody else. Maybe it's Cole that Anthony. That Marco Fultz extension will kill it, though. <laughs> <laughs> Tyrese Halliburton's plus 1,800. Patrick Williams plus 1,800. Those wings, those like defensive wings never win, right? No. Like Koru, Patrick Williams, there's there's just no chance. It's just no. uh, Manuel Quickly plus, plus 2,500. He's been looking decent in preseason. That's a guy to maybe look out for. Is he better uh, than Nilakina and Dennis? Here's the real sneaky one. Real sneaky. Uh, Bowl, bowl. Plus 2,500. Ooh, spicy. Still eligible as a rookie because he only played in the bubble, which they, they're they counting. Uh, everybody else is like, No Tyrese Josh Maxey. Green love? 
Okay. Josh Green is plus 6,600. 66 plus 6,600 for Josh Green. No Todd Terry? That's the same. Uh, nope. It stops at Desmond Bain, who has the same odds. So Precious, Josh Green, Neesmith, Pritchard, Jalen Smith, and Desmond Bain all have plus 6,600. Okay. Uh, who is your pick? Wiseman. Wiseman. Wa- yeah. yeah. I think I think we also learned this week that it's Weissman. Oh, I didn't learn it until now. I was today years old when I learned that. Like uh, like in Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Sixth man of the year. All right, I have a ca- I have a caveat on this. Well, I guess mine's a little bit of caveat unless we have the same dude because Nash has alluded that he wants to use him like Ginobili. Okay, so my uh, caveat is, is a different Eastern Conference team, but same kind of thing. Um, my caveat is with the Heat. It's either going to be Dragic or Hero, but I don't know which one is going to start and which one's coming off the bench. I don't think they're going to start uh, both of them. So one of the two. So I'm just going to pick Heat six man as <laughs> my six man of the year. And I'm guessing you're going to go Nets six man. Uh, not no, not net six man. Because if it's not Lavert, I'm not taking Dinwiddie. You wouldn't um, take Dinwiddie. No, no. Because I don't. Uh, Lavert's better offensively than Dinwiddie. And but I think if Lavert does come off the bench, he's my pick. Interesting. Yeah, there you go. So so those are our two there. Um, six man of the year. I'm bet online. Lou Williams number one plus four hundred. Jordan Clarkson plus six hundred. Danilo Gallinari. Plus seven hundred. That one is so weird to me, but I guess I guess you can see it. Dragic is plus eighteen hundred. Serge Ibaka plus nine hundred. Montrezl Hero plus a thousand. Tyler Hero plus twelve hundred. Uh, where is Lavert on here? Well, they probably just think he's going to start. Probably. Yeah, I don't see him on here at all. Kuzma well, he- has odds. Kuzma plus ten plus ten thousand. Montrezl Hero is is really intriguing one too because. Yeah. He's for sure going to come off the bench, and he's going to put up numbers for yes, for like especially if he plays in that second unit with Anthony Davis, because then all of a sudden he's just cleaning up all the Anthony Davis, yeah. you know, double teams and triple teams and that kind of stuff. Yeah. So that's what we have on there. All right, uh, defensive player of the year. I'm going Anthony Davis. I think I think this is the God, year he I forgot this. They one. they finally give it to him. I think they're going to. Uh, yeah, I think that's that's it for him. Ben Simmons is. A lock? What's this lock? I don't know what this lock means on Bet Online. He's his name Ooh. is in the number one spot and it has a lock next to it. I don't know what that means. That's interesting. Maybe they're not taking odds for it. Anthony Davis is number one on Bet Online. This is one of the favorites I picked. Giannis number two. I don't think he goes back to back. Rudy Gobert number three plus three seventy five. Bam Adebayo Embiid is plus a thousand. Kawhi Leonard plus two thousand. Draymond Green plus twenty five hundred. Miles Turner, Marcus Smart, Patrick Beverly. After that, it just I don't know how any of these other guys can win after like Joel Embiid, Kawhi Leonard, Draymond. I'm going with Giannis back to back. Ooh, they had a number one defense last year. I think they have a number one or number two this year again with Drew Holiday and stuff. And uh, I just think he's that dominant defensively. Okay, we're feeling that MVP, the big one. This is the one you've been waiting Ooh. for. Another favorite for me. I'm going with Luca. Why not? Pick Luka. Pick Luka Doncic. My case is the two teams ahead of him, ahead of the Mavericks that I picked in the Western Conference, the Lakers and the Clippers. Both of those, all four of those guys are going to sort of counteract or counterbalance each other as far as MVP votes. I don't think that Kawhi and Paul George are going to get enough separately, enough separate love or separate run to be able to to get this award. LeBron and AD, I think they're kind of stuck in that same similar thing. I think AD can win Defensive Player of the Year. But I don't think either of them can win MVP without the other one, you know, 
factoring into it too much. Luca's going to be the one guy that he's the one guy, and Porzingis is pretty far behind him as far as you know star caliber level of play, all that kind of stuff. And I think Luca's going to I think Luca's going to pull it out. He already has the head start. We talked about it yesterday with Kirk. If you guys listen to our um, if you guys listen to our our preview. I'm not going Luca. I almost didn't, but I had to. I want to. I hope he does, and I'm going to be campaigning for it all year. All year. For sure. That's This uh, is different. They're, they're yes, different. This is, Hopes this is different. and picks is different. And uh, I might surprise you with my pick. I'm not going with Jokic or Lillard either. I've, th- I've thought about this a lot today, more than I should have. Interesting. I'm going with Anthony Davis. Wow. And okay, talk me into it. I just think that the Lakers are going to have – the best record of Western Conference, and I think this is the year that LeBron says, "Like this is your team, your franchise." And I think, I, and even you go back to when he, uh, I saw this quote that he gave on his show, The Shop, you know, a while back. When I don't remember what it was, and he he was joking about like this season and like him getting back into the season. He's like, "This is why we got this young guy, Anthony Davis." And it's like he knows that he's the next guy. And he already won the title, Anthony Davis did. So he's got that under his belt. I think LeBron starts to, like, I think he rests more than Anthony Davis, especially at the beginning. I think his minutes are, you know, he watches his minutes a lot more this year to preserve him for the playoffs. I think this is a year that he kind of loosens the reins a little bit and says, AD, take the reins of this team. And they're the best team in the Western Conference record-wise. Uh, I think there's a good chance. I just said Giannis. I think there's a good chance he pulls off what Giannis did last year. Best team in the conference, defensive player of the year, and MVP. Uh, I just think AD is that good. I think the injuries is a huge thing to it. I've been saying all along that him and LeBron would counter each other. I've just bought into the LeBron takes a little bit of backseat and says, hey, AD, this is your team. You've bought into it or you've been hoping for it since the day he was drafted? (laughs) I mean, maybe since like 2004, but... (laughs) Since the first LeBron Jordan comparison, you've been like, God, will this guy just get old all of a sudden? Like, can well, this guy I mean, just please get old? He's always going to be looking up to Jordan, so that's never even going to be a thing. But it's LeBron could win ten titles, and Isaac would be like, Yeah, but he lost two of them. No, yeah, well, he lost a, a ton. So, all right, there you go. Those are our picks, guys. We hope you enjoyed our picks and predictions. Check out our NBA stock market show later in the week if you guys want more on our stock throughout the league. And post game tomorrow, post game tomorrow Woo! night for the Suns game, we'll be right here for it. And uh, I hope you guys have a Merry Christmas week. Hope you guys are safe if you're traveling anywhere. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks so much for listening to Locked On Maps. Peace out. Boom. Hey, you. I bet Aunt Wu told you to wear those red shoes, didn't she? Yeah, she said I'd be wearing red shoes when I met my true love. Uh Uh-huh, and how many times have you worn those shoes since you got that fortune? Every day. Then of course it's gonna come true! Really? You think so? I'm so excited!